Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Last time I said we could have the theme tune to Howl as the backdrop yes. to, to the uh, episode and blow me down. I think I can say the same about this one. I've got so many questions about this story. I, I think I would put the theme tune of Steptoe and Son on it because this is definitely uh, no money spent on it. This is the rag and bone story, isn't it? I thought I have... <laughs> I have too have thought of Steptoe and Son in yeah. that these these the, the, oh, the, yeah, the, the these morons, yeah. um, you know, the son of their you know father's scrap business. It's like yeah. bloody hell, this is space Steptoe and Son. It is, yeah. Uh, I suppose because all series, all series you, we, we sort of tend to watch, they tend to have a an episode that's designed to save some budget. Mm. You know, the money runs out, they've got to do it. Uh, from a sort of personal point of view, would you, as a as a fan of something or as a viewer of something, would you rather have an extra episode that, to put it politely, is crap because they've got to fill the gap? Or would you rather they went, no, this season's two episodes short because we didn't have the money to do it justice. Yeah, and just finish it early. Yeah. I'd rather that. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't get how you can get to this point where you 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 sort of go. Well, there's obviously you know we got no budget, no money for sets, no money for decent actors, no money for a good script. What what is it? It literally is just making sure there's something to show. Yeah, very I, strange. I, I find it very strange and odd that it's yeah, uh, it was out um, this week ten years ago. Was it? All oh, right, that's coincidence. Yeah. Ten Do you remember years watching ago. it? Vaguely. Yeah, vaguely. I was the same. I um, I was watch, uh, watching it this time, and I was thinking, oh, oh, you know, you get glimmers of, oh, I vaguely remember this, um, but I've almost forgotten it again now. Yeah. And only watched it a few days back. Well, I've written my notes, so I'll, yes, I'll, I'll talk you through it. Becoming a black hole. Time Lord Engineering, you rip the star from its orbit, suspended in a permanent state of decay. This way, quickly!
identifiable substance. Clara. That's me. I'm so sorry. It's me. I'm burning here. It isn't just the past leaking out through the time rift. It's the future. Listen, I brought you here to keep you safe, but it happened again. You died again. So, yeah, it starts off with this big spaceship, doesn't it? Yes, very alien-esque. Nostromo yeah. rip-off spaceship, only obviously without the money to do it. Yeah, and, and there's some incoming salvage. Yeah, this is this is a salvage ship, and they get... They, they detect something on their sensors, which they're not sure whether they should salvage or not. I, I don't, this is a weird... Obviously, their salvage laws work slightly differently to, to ours, because they can, they can happily take a spaceship that's got people on it and still go, oh, we can salvage it. Yeah. Like, that's theft, surely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, of course, it's the... The, the object that they've spotted is the TARDIS. Um, yeah. Who aren't for, aware of yeah. this ship because they're having a squabble. Yet yeah, again, the Doctor yeah. and companions squabbling. Yeah, it's like, Christ, it's, it's like a step back in time, isn't it? Um, yeah, but they're, they're squabbling because uh, Clara wants to uh, learn how to fly the TARDIS. So for some reason, to do this, the Doctor's got to turn off the force fields. Mm-hmm. Which is just bizarre. Why? I don't. Surely you'd want the force fields on full if you're worried that someone will crash the ship. Yes. Um, again, it's very weird. This idea that the TARDIS is in real space, zipping about, mm. seems to be yeah. a very new who type of idea, doesn't it? The TARDIS flies, and the TARDIS can land, and the TARDIS goes through space. I know we've we've had a few instances of it in uh, classic Who, but it's definitely something they seem to have. Uh, sort of um, expressed in New Who. The other thing that, that really bugs me about these salvage scenes, these early ones, is every single line is heavy-handed exposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got to follow him. He's my captain. Yeah. You're being my brother, younger brother. Blah, blah, blah. It's like people don't talk like and that. Tricky, you are an android. Yeah. Oh, that was, that's the best one, yeah. Don't forget you're an android. Mm. <sighs> I mean, when you when you meet up with your brother, um, do you uh, do you say to him, "You're my younger brother"? Yeah, because you both know it. It's very. And the other thing I have to say, uh, these three characters, these three actors, are pure wood. Yeah, there's not a good actor amongst the three of them. I've put three thick scruffs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can can you believe for one second these guys can pilot and operate that spaceship? No. I, I don't believe that these guys have been in these, these clothes or in this environment for one minute longer than when they walked onto the set. Yeah. They don't they don't move like they're believable, they don't talk like they're believable. Um, I mean, this basically you got this guy that they have to remind is an android, and he's got a heavy lisp. Mm. Why would you design an android with a lisp? It just yeah. yeah, it's immediately just terrible. We have the clue that he is an android because we keep seeing close-ups of his uh, natty little green 
glowing yes. eyes, don't we? Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got a pair of contacts in, so he's all right. Mm. Um, yeah. So so they they've got this techno babble uh, device that they launch into a ship and it allows them to magnetically salvage it or something. Mm. Um, and luckily, and this is weird. So this, like, say, luckily, the Doctor has lowered the shields, and it's yes. like it's so weird to hear the Doctor talk about shields on the TARDIS. That's Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not. The Doctor doesn't go with shields up. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it's all very clumsy. It is. Uh, I've got a how for you. Um, they get the TARDIS. They bring it on board, um, but. How come the Doctor's outside in that pile of rubble? Yeah, I got that. How did the Doctor and Amy get outside the TARDIS? Um, so the Doctor makes some hand-wavy thing of saying, oh, the, the, the materialisation process you used to bring us aboard uh, caused us to separate from the TARDIS. Oh, did um, he actually say that? I don't remember that. Yeah, he, ma- he makes some real techno-babbly thing. There's a uh, lot of that in but, this story. Yeah, a lot of... Lot of hand waving of, of improbabilities so the doctor for some reason not only is he outside the ship he's like buried under this pile of stuff uh, it's yeah it's very very strange yeah and Clara yeah. wakes up um, in a corridor yes yeah, the last cor- time we saw her she was in the console room yeah she's in the console room but she wakes up in a corridor, a corridor we've never seen before, we'll never see again. Mm. But also it becomes painfully obvious, the only corridor they've got. Yep. Which we see a lot of. Um, the, do- the doctor <coughs> The doctor mentions also the, the TARDIS fuel. Uh, and it's like, again, shields, fuel? What, you know, what, is this Zyton 7, is it? I don't... I don't know if this guy was well versed in um, in Doctor Who. His name was Steve no, Steve Thompson. So. But that's generally why you have a script editor, isn't it? Is to to make sure these things work. But I don't I don't even know if New Who has script editors. Well, at the time, Stephen Moffat was head writer, right. and he challenged apparently this Steve Thompson. Yeah. Um, uh, to come up with a story to uh, more convincingly portray the interior of the TARDIS because he was disappointed about how it was depicted in The Invasion of Time. I would, I think, I've actually got in my notes at the end, the TARDIS in Invasion of Time is more convincing than this TARDIS. It would have helped, would it not? This shows you how, how poor this story is. It would have helped, would it not, if... In that bit near the end where you start hearing, you know, clips from previous Doctors and stuff, somehow we saw Derek Deadman tripping over a sound yeah, sun lounger. Yeah, uh, at least we would have had a highlight of the episode. Or just a sun lounger. When Clara sees the swimming pool, Yeah, yeah. yeah. we have the sun lounger there. That would have been all yeah. right. That would have been something to glean out of this. Yeah. The other thing I don't understand is they're saying these... these um, I don't know, are they humans? I don't know. These salvage guys, Steptoe and his brothers... They're, they're, they're making out this is just a normal way they salvage stuff. So why has their device totally destroyed the inside of the TARDIS and caused so much damage? Mm. Surely you wouldn't want to damage something you're trying to salvage. Not until you've investigated yeah, it, yeah, you know? Cause it might you don't know if it's more... scrap value. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Clara, yeah, she wakes up, she's got writing on her hand. 
and yes. finds scratches <coughs> on the walls as something growls. Yeah, we're meant, we're meant to suddenly think, oh, this is a mystery. Um, but, yeah, she's got, she's got reverse writing on her hand, which doesn't make much sense, and she hears some growling. Um, and we're meant to think there's something got into the TARDIS. Um, I don't wouldn't, get... The, the, sorry, go on. I was going to say, wouldn't Clara have thought, how did something get in the TARDIS? You, you would have thought so, but no, no one in this story seems to act the way their characters have up to this point. Because we ne- then get the next scene where the Doctor is... He goes, oh, I, I need you guys to help me find Clara. Don't know why, because they don't do anything. And he's willing to offer them the entire TARDIS salvage mm. uh, if they find Clara. So we find out later that he's basically lying. But So what was his idea that if they, they'd find Clara and he would, what? So he's got Clara, but he's got no TARDIS then. Mm. And they don't do anything because he's the one that finds it. That Basically, the only thing they do is they've got a scanner that locates her when they're within a few feet. Yeah. Why is he so desperate to have them help him? I don't know. You say they've got a scanner. They've also got that rubbish, you know, circular saw that the circular bit's gone and now you've got three lasers. Oh, that makes no sense. But it's still the body of a circular saw. Of a circular saw. saw. There's there's reasoning why these things are shaped the way they are. And the reason it's got a big circle at the end is because it's a circular blade. Yeah. This is a laser circular saw. Well, they've got no money, so they yeah. picked that up at a boot sale or something, oh, yeah. haven't they? And resprayed it. Ev- everything about this is cheap. Yeah. Uh, cheaply done. Um, the other thing is, why is the Doctor <laughs> so worried about Clara? He doesn't yeah. know where she is or what the situation is, and he's going, she'll die in the TARDIS. Why? What? The TARDIS has never, really, other than in William Hartnell's, <laughs> that one story, has never really shown an inclination <laughs> to hurt people. No. Why does the doctor know that this is what's No, happening? at this point he doesn't know he doesn't, what's going no. on. No, not at this point, so that doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, why does he even think she's in danger? Why does he even think she's inside the ship? He wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Um uh, meanwhile she she's gone in this room. It's got I remember that yeah. there's something about a cot and there's a cot and that was the doctor's cot. Yeah. That's in there and there's a toy TARDIS for some reason. And still something growly. So she goes out of that. She goes past the big telescope room, yep. the swimming pool room, and then she's in this massive library. Yeah, where she finds a book on the Time War. Yes. When when exactly did the Doctor create that Time War book or get it? I, I know not. Because li- literally, the Time War was just when he regenerated into Eccleston. So when when did he do this? Did he go? Oh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to nip to the future and pick up a lovely bound volume of a time war that no one else knows about. No, and can't appreciate because it was a war that happened throughout time at the same point. It, it just yeah. again, it's like shove shove enough references in and no one will notice. There's not actually any plot. Yeah, and then we've got the, of course, this bloody stupid thing of Clara opens the book at random and just yeah. so happens Hits to to look page, at yeah. at the one part on that one page where we later find out she knows what the Doctor's yeah. name is. This is the equivalent of in lazy write, written TV programs where someone will turn on a telly and there's a news report about the very thing that they're 
this week's episode yeah. is on about. It's so lazy, but yeah. And again, we get I'd forgotten that this was a thing this season of the Doctor's name. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. What do you think about the idea of one of those blokes? I can't even remember their names. I no, only I know, know Tricky names. is the android. One of them climbs down inside the console. He takes yeah. the cover off and can actually do you remember, start climbing down. Do you remember, not so long ago in the program's history, uh, when Rose barely could get the cover of the console off using a uh, tow truck? Yes. But this yeah. guy just lifts it off. Yeah. And then evidently, you, yeah, the you can climb down into the console. Mm. It, what? Yeah. And he meets a growly thing down there. Yes. Yeah, the gimps. Yes. There's a load of gimps wandering about. There are. Uh, <coughs> Clara's in another console room. Yes. And then another one. As yeah. do the Doctor and Tricky. I think we're meant to we're meant to start getting the idea that there's multiple dimensions. Because it's in the TARDIS name, you see. Um, yeah, there's multiple dimensions going on. Um, but I also just ah, it annoys the crap at me when I watch this is whenever you see the monster or the Clara bits and they do that uh, blurred camera like doing the thing from sunshine yeah. don't they where, it where, just where, doesn't where the work on board the ship. No. I immediately think uh, when we actually finally see these monsters they're going to be terrible because they're obviously blurring it mm. because it, it is just a gimp suit <laughs> It, it most certainly is. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, the Doctor and Tricky, they're in another console room, and the Doctor yeah. says they're in an Echo. They're yes. in one, and Clara's in the other. Yeah, this, Yeah, I don't know how this is working or what's caused it. Something on the salvage guy's device. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're in, like, two different TARDISes, aren't they? Or, or the same TARDIS, but, yeah... An One's echo, an of, echo one of it. I don't know what that means. How, I put how, my notes at this point. This is silly. Yeah. How does he manage to pull Clara from her console room into their console room? I don't know because he 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 says, "Oh, she's she's here," and he rubs rubs the screwdriver or you know scans their <laughs> device, um, and then he can detect her, and he he reaches through a crack that's appeared. And pulls her through. Mm. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. How? If this, if the other t- TARDIS was an Echo, was she real in it, or was she an Echo? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the Doctor says that the engines are on overload. Yeah. And and they've got to go to the centre of the TARDIS to uh, fix things. Yeah. Well, the, do- the Doctor had told the salvage guys at the beginning that. Uh, he had set the self-destruct, but then he he says here he was lying about everything, um, except the fact that the TARDIS will self-destruct because the engine is on overheating and is going to mm-hmm. explode. So yeah, they need to get to the engine ro- room of the TARDIS, um, which sounds a lot more exciting than it actually turns out to be. It is a plot, isn't it? Yes. Um, Clara meets herself or sees herself. She yes. also sees. A different doctor and it's all because there's a rupture in time um yep. it, it's leaking the past yeah we're, the, the they can see the past but what they don't realize as well is that the 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 gimps are echoes of the future mm. oh it's exciting 
Yes. Um, there's well, the it would exciting... be if we didn't spend like four goes up and down the same corridor in one scene. Yeah, when they're running away from yeah. those yeah. Uh, CGI fuel rods, which are just uh, yeah. oh. coming in. Um, and then, yeah, Tricky is impaled on one yes. of them. Yeah, uh, uh, he, he he says uh, for certain. But, I mean, remember what's going what is going to happen in a second. So he's been impaled. He's not in any pain, and he goes, uh, "Just remove my arm. I'll get a new one." And then his brother has to go. Oh, I, I was actually joking about you being an android just to annoy you. You're actually human. Yeah, he had and an accident. And then he accident, starts feeling he? pain. Yeah, yeah, he had an accident. And while yes. he was unconscious, he had bionic eyes put in. Yeah, and a voice box. And a voice box. For a and laugh. And for, for a laugh, they yeah. say, you are an android with memories of being a human. Uh, false yeah. memories sort of thing. And I, I, you know what, I, li- I love it when um, Matt Smith does his angry stuff, because he can do angry much better than, say, Sylvester McCoy or whatever. But he's getting angry about it. It just sounds stupid where he's going, uh, you know, as a laugh, you said this guy was an and your brother was an android and it's cruel it's like this is so stupid i've put lots of bollocks about their family you know all, yes. all, all oh. about old dad used to run it and it's yeah. like oh, in the middle of nowhere they stopped the scene to explain that their dad used to run the salvage and uh the brothers inherited it and, uh, and it's like oh we've crossed into eastenders what's going on yeah it's rubbish isn't it yeah, it's rubbish. Utter, utter bollocks. Yeah. They they find the primary power source, which is yeah. an exploding star. Yeah, yeah. So so this is technically was canon, but the TV movie screwed it up, and this goes further. So uh, the Eye of Harmony was meant to be the the star that Omega uh, harnessed when he went off into the black hole, and that was the that was that gave the Time Lords their power but when when the TV movie came along with Paul McGann because the Philip Siegel wasn't particularly much of a Doctor Who fan they decided that the Eye of Harmony should be in each TARDIS mm. and this sort of carries it on so so inside the TARDIS there's a, a star that they've captured and that's given the energy to power the TARDIS mm. It's like, uh, this is, in my disappointment in my notes where I said, this TARDIS is less TARDIS-like than the Invasion of Time TARDIS. Yeah. I, I would rather watch Invasion of Time. Absolutely. I would, yeah. And we, we didn't particularly like that one. No. So, at that point, they find out that one of the zombies, dun-dun-dun, <coughs> is a future version of Clara. Yes, but burnt by presumably standing too close to a star. So that's that's what it does. Yeah. It it burns you to a crisp, but you're still yeah. alive and become a growling zombie. Yeah, yeah. You you can you can wander about chasing people and growling. You don't appear to be in particularly much pain, but you're still alive. And if there's two of you, it fuses you together. Hmm. I I sort of get the feeling this was perhaps made up as they went along. Yes. Um, all this bit, I'd forgotten all the, all the next bit, which is all about, you know, oh, Clara, you've died again, and yeah. all, all this. Because oh. I'd forgotten that, that, of course, Clara was meant to be the the big reveal this season, wasn't it? She's the girl who 
the impossible girl and she's died and he's met her several times but he's not telling this version and and it all turns out to be a load of old bollocks um yeah they we they just keep stopping the scenes to do exposition yeah um it's it's not good at all it's not well paced no i've next written don't understand what happens next i don't know what i meant by that so yeah, Some so techno babble. Yeah, so the doctor realizes that that the time is fractured and he needs to luckily one of the cracks in time is connected to just before the accident. So he needs to uh like reverse the polarity of the 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 salvaging grenade. He then uh etches the instructions of what needs doing on it for the doctor. And uh, for for some reason, throws it to Clara, and she is what burns the writing onto her hand backwards because the doctor's etched it. But then, luckily, the doctor in the past has a big red reset button that yeah. resets time, so that he doesn't load up the shield, so the salvage guys don't salvage them. Um. And it, it, it means that we then get the, the coda at the end where the, the Doctor and Clara are okay they're, because they're, they've times reset, but then also none of the brothers are dead. Yeah. Uh, and they've decided, for some reason, because there's an echo of the thing, that, that they're not going to mistreat the, the android brother now. And they'll, they'll share, fare, fare and share the inheritance from the dad and we get this photo of the dad and the kids oh god it's rubbish it is rubbish and and doesn't it contradict this thing that you know um things are locked in time uh and and you cannot change it yeah it's a fixed point in time if they are being menaced these time zombies are the future versions of tricky and his brothers and clara that event happened for them to be there it's the old grandfather paradox thing, isn't it? Where yeah. by going back in time, they'd made it didn't happen, so they couldn't then stop it from happening, so it should have happened. But if mm-hmm. it did happen, they then went back in time. Oh, it's just... It's pure plod and filler, this. Um, it, uh, I would say it has no value whatsoever. And you could... Those words you've just said there, you could have said about last week's. I, yeah. I, I'm just stunned that you can have a modern science fiction show where you can say any sort of nonsense that makes no sense whatsoever and get away with it. Yeah. The, this story makes no sense whatsoever. The mechanics of how these things can happen. Yeah, it's the very definition of nonsense, isn't it? It's, it makes no sense whatsoever. No. Um, the barest thinking about it. Um, but also, couple that with the fact that it's incredibly boring. It looks cheap as anything. Those three um, brothers yeah, are terrible. Terrible. Um, they, I don't think there's any redeeming features. Even normally Matt Smith saves an episode for me. But even in this, it, it's like he's off his game. Yeah. Um, Clara well, looks pra- pretty. Yeah, yeah no, that, um, always nice to, uh, to, you know, see Clara running about. She doesn't get to do anything either. No, no. Um, the, the inside of the TARDIS looks like this could have been great as a a way of a bit like you know in um, 
Castro Valva, a way of going, okay, we, we haven't got any money, so let's do a story on the TARDIS. Let's show some of the TARDIS. Yeah. But no, we've got one corridor, an engine room that doesn't look like anything I would think on the Time Lords would do, um, and a terrible CGI corridor where they've harnessed a star yeah. that you get to using just normal, like, submarine doors. Yeah. That you... Uh, so let's let's put a star in a room, and put windows on the doors. Mm. What? How, how, why are you not blind? As just by looking through that portal, why are you not yeah. blind immediately? And also, if if you're going to do this sort of thing, do it like Douglas Adams did with um, Magrathia, where it was the you know they had the planet inside the planet, but it was in a different dimension. And this, you get the feeling this is meant to actually be the star in that room. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's not like a dimensional doorway where you're just viewing it and the star's actually in a different dimension. It's a very no, small star, isn't it? Very small star, yeah. Well, it's Doctor Who doesn't pay a lot of money. It can't attract big stars. Um, but yeah, it's it, I, this 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 episode actually annoyed me because it's yeah, te- telly now shouldn't be producing rubbish like this. No, and like I say, and they can get away with it. Yeah. This was commissioned. This yeah, was this, approved. This, this was approved by someone. Someone read this script and went, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm surely Matt Smith, old uh, Jenna Coleman, must have, dur- during the read-through of the script, known, and gone, yeah. uh, this doesn't make any <laughs> sense. What, I don't understand what we're saying, you know? Yeah, I and I wonder if that's why Matt Smith is really off his game in this. Did he? Did they read-through and they thought, well, what's the point? No point putting any effort in this. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, like I say, normally those two are very, very watchable and will save a duff script, but perhaps this one was just too duff. Yeah, that's a nice way of summing it up. Yeah. All right, Time Zombies then. The design of the Time Zombies, the, this gimp suit with the red glowing eyes. Well, that's exactly what it is, is gimp suit. I quite like the eyes, but then they do this, like I say, this weird thing where it's Vaseline on the screen mm. to to try and disguise it, and then they've got that weird jerky movement going on and um, it's too simple a design I suppose we find out it's just the, someone burnt but that's that's not how people burn no they're not wood well perhaps perhaps that's why <laughs> those brothers burn it's the yeah. brothers yeah yeah um, I, I'm going to give it a, oh, a three and okay I think I'm being generous you are I gave it a two so that's yeah. two and a half on design and then how effective are these growling blobs um, I don't think they're effective at all because, like, say, so you hear them before you see them, and you go, "What? What's, what is it meant? What is that meant to be?" And then you see them. It's bad enough; they look terrible. They look like someone in a cheap gimp suit that you can buy from a party shop. Um, and then when we find out the reasoning behind it, it makes no sense. I, I'm going to give them a zero for effectiveness. <laughs> zero. Okay. Well, I gave them a two. I just stayed with the two. Um, okay. So that's a one. All right. Yeah, think themselves on. lucky. <laughs> right, that is a final tally of 1.75 for the Time Zombies. Um, and they share God. a caravan. Not with Derek Deadman, that would be ironic. Where is Derek Deadman above or below? I think we put him above that, didn't we? I hope. What, what was his uh, Sontaran name? Uh, Stor? Well. Stor? There is Sontaran store in yeah, Caravan 1.75. Yeah. 
No. Yeah. He's Derek Deadman is there. You go, my TARDIS was better than your TARDIS. Along with, so you've got yeah. the Time Zombies, Derek Deadman, uh, that crap uh, David Tennant CGI werewolf from oh, the yeah. Queen Victoria one, and the magma creature. Magma creature. Peter Davison, wasn't it? Oh, yes, from Caves of Androzani, the big, the dragon with a lovely cloak on. Yeah, yeah. What a quality caravan that is. That's a good caravan, that, isn't it? That's, uh, I'm not going to bother visiting them of an evening. No. You say it annoyed you, it doesn't annoy you enough to go on your bottom three, does Uh, it? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to put this in. What have I got at the moment? Yeah. Right, right now, number one is Ghost Light, number two is Greatest Show in the Galaxy, number three is Castrovalva. Yeah, I'm going to save Castro Valver out. That was dull, but at least it had nice hats. Um, <laughs> yeah, this this goes into number three. It's 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 pointless. It's the wor- it's the worst defending because it it annoyed me because it's so no one gave a crap about it. Yeah, you know, it's no a shame because usually we like the old Matt Smith stories, yeah, that's don't what we? I say normally he's, he salvages it, and we go, oh, thank goodness, back to seeing Matt. Yeah, um, not this time. No, so, I mean. To show you how bad it is, I watched um, Morbius last night, you know, the the comic one. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt Smith is much better in that than he was in this as the Doctor in this right. episode. And that sort of should tell you something there. Okay, well. So, we've we, been doing too well, have we? We had survival no, we've... really duff. Last week's, um, you know, Girl in the Fireplace weren't exactly too good, was it? No. Um, and this one kind of duff. So, what treat have you got for us next time? Well, um, so this this one, this is one I I must have watched, but I remember absolutely zero about it. Um, so, I'm coming into this probably fresh as well. Uh, this is the the title of this story is what happens when you have kids. Poor. No, you sleep no more. Sleep um, no more. Yeah, sleep no more. Which I, I must admit, I saw the... Because t- I always scan down the titles and think, what, is there any I know? And I saw it, I thought, what's that one? And I looked it up, and then I still thought, what's that one? I don't remember it at all. But the the the, the creatures in it are called Sandmen. I thought, Sand. hey, I'll give that a go. I like Logan's Run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so sleep no more. Okay, I don't know. I, no, I don't know the title. I don't know the creatures. Um, well, who's got the maybe, companion? Uh, that's a good question, actually. I think it's Clara still. Is it? Yeah. Uh, the 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 get lead guest guy is uh, Reese Shearsmith. All right. He's usually good. He might I good, don't know it? if I've seen it. I might not have seen it. I no. might have given up. I, this I point. it might be one I missed for some reason. I, I, I remember nothing about it. I read the write-up and it was like, nope, that's not ringing any bells. Okay. So will it be, will we be uh, out for a duck or will we finally get something we can enjoy? Well, we might fall asleep during it. Well, we might do, yeah. Yeah, yeah it might be sleep some more. That was this <laughs> week's episode, yeah. All right, well, that's the next one, but it won't be for two weeks because yes, uh, right. yeah, work gets in the way next yeah. week. All right, so okie doke. Okay, thanks, Excellent. Ian. Um, no yeah, thanks for helping me through it. That's all right. I'm uh, I'm sorry I inflicted it on you. It's Which done now, isn't it? Yeah.
No, I, I inflicted oh, no, you it on you. It. Yeah. 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 Why am I apologising? It's yeah. you. It's all my fault. Yeah. Check yeah. your stuff. Sorry, listener. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Speak nice to you next time. Right. Thanks, Ed. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye.